Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 374, the box office report for the week ending April 22nd. Yep. That's a dramatic pause. That's what it is. It screwed it up. Yeah. So uh, just a little tease. It's a little bit of a weird week at the it, box office. It is a weird week. It got there's a there's a few surprises in yeah. store. Some snafus maybe. Well, I don't know. People Depends buy on what who. they buy. That's, that's not a snafu. Yeah, that's, that's just the market didn't do <laughs> what the people in charge thought it was gonna do. <laughs> I'm sure the people at Disney are like son of a. <laughs> Here, just fix it next week. It'll you? be fine next yeah, week. Right. But this week, it's all it's wackadoo. All, it's all wackadoo. So before we dig in, we should probably go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. We are Danless this week. He's uh, traveling for work. Isn't that what he's doing? Sure. I think so. I think he's his, got a big, No, I don't think so. I think his old lady's out of town. Is that what it is? Yeah. He's got a big, important job. So does she. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a power do. couple. They are a power couple. And so they're, he's always off doing stuff. Like I mean, is. like not even making fun of him. Like I mean, he is like yeah. he, that's Jet like, Setters. He is. He's he gets always... to, he gets to go to Miami for work. It's yeah, like, poor you. Well, you know, it's funny in when the you middle could... of January. In but St. when Louis. you have to do it for work, it's a. I think I would rather go to Miami in January for work than you be in St. Louis on a weekend. Ugh. You wouldn't. All right. Because <clears throat> I like I travel sometimes for yeah. work, not often, but sometimes, and so. Normally in like late January, early February, I go to L.A. for uh, a concert industry conference. Mm. And uh, a humble brag. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, just saying like it's boring. Like yeah, it really sure. is like when you don't like when I didn't have to travel for work, I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool. And now that I have to do it, I'm like, oh, I've been to this... L.A. one time in but, my life. But like I literally like I go to I like I land at LAX. I take a shuttle to the hotel. The conference is in the hotel. I got you. I spend three days in this in in uh, in in this hotel, just room conference, room conference, and then when I'm done, I get in a shuttle. It takes me back to the airport, and I fly home. You fly know what I mean? So it's Berg. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's really. It's not some big exciting jaunt. 
I guess that, for those of us that don't travel for work, it's like, let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> like the first time I did, I was like, oh man, this is going to be fun. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that was different. And then like on my on my fourth year of going to this conference, I'm just like, terrible. oh, son of a bitch. Everything's so expensive. I don't want to. Yeah. Well, now the new thing in the fancy hotels, because it's because it's. A concert industry commenter. They, it's in the fancy hotel. We were the the, the inter- Hard Rock. We were, no, that's not fancy. <laughs> like it's a uh, um. It, we stayed at the Intercontinental. Oh, yes. And also, then, my favorite WWF title. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, where were we? At? I think the. I think the one year we, we I think the we Waldorf. Have, I think we might have actually been in a Ritz. Like, oh. it, it, did like, you put it on? Yeah, I did. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it was uh so but the new thing with the fancy hotels is there are no gift shops, no vending machines. So, so how, well, you have to it. order from their expensive restaurants. You, you, if you ah. want a soda, it's like six dollar can of Coke from the mini bar. Yeah, because there's nowhere else in the hotel. Probably yeah. no internet either. You probably have to pay for it. Uh, if you join their little thing now, they'll give you yeah. internet. So like that's oh, th- oh, thank you, gracious sir. Yeah, like for giving thing. me access to the Wi-Fi. Most of the time, it's the cheap hotels have free internet, and the expensive hotels you pay for it. You're like, wait a minute, I'm already paying three I will times. Say, uh, I used to go to C. To E2 in Chicago, and they worked at like the the company that put on those shows had a deal worked out with hotels in the area. the sh- The Sheridan uh, off Michigan was the best. Like it, it was reasonably priced because you got a discount through C2E2's website. Right. There was a shuttle from the the hotel to the thing. You got free Wi Fi. Like they had food if you wanted. Like you know the continental breakfast or whatever. Right. But still, you got food. Yeah, but you it was, know, I, it was the room was nice. Like it was. That's the other thing when you stay in the really fan. There is no like breakfast bar <laughs> right. for you it's, again. No, it's the cheap hotels, yeah. free internet, free Although, breakfast. I mean, man, I we've, I will never do a breakfast bar at a hotel again. No, I don't do it. It's that really? is the, that is the goddamn Thunderdome. It's, I thought it was going to be a fist fight <laughs> over the waffle maker. Oh, people get there at four a.m. It and is, start eating breakfast, and by seven eight, when people start waking up. Though no, it is like three times capacity. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it looked like the fall of Hanoi. Like it yeah. was crazy. And you're right. That waffle maker. I mean, the line goes out the door. Yeah, everyone's waiting, and people are taking their sweet times. Three minutes. No, let me flip. Oh, but I'm over here making cereal. Oh, let me come back two minutes later and flip it. You yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, it's, it's no yeah, thank you. Yeah. But so the but the reason for all that, yeah, porn. Oh, that's how they used to make their money. That's how they used to make their money. Uh, like they like they. That's the dirty little secret of hotels. I mean, that's why I've noticed like hotel have hotel rooms have gotten more expensive over the last mm-hmm. five or six sure, years too. Sure, and it's because we were being subsidized. Whatever your stand is on porn. It was subsidizing your hotel room, <laughs> right? Because it was saving you some money. You made a, they made a lot of money. Isn't that weird? Selling I porn on the on the pay per view, and then once now everybody's got it on their phone right. and on the internet, and that's why they held on so long trying to charge you for Wi Fi. And like, remember for the longest time, like if you would try to hook up your computer yes. to your TV, yes. they would have like like chastity belts yep. on the <laughs> HDMI jacks. That's so so you frustrating. Know. Yeah, and now they like the hotels now are going the other direction where like the the uh the 
the dresser that's in front of the TV just has like HDMI ports built into the back yeah, of it, right. so you don't have to mess with the back. I'm of the I'm so TV. glad because I've you know I'm I'm a technology guy, so I would always bring stuff along to hotels, and it would be like, are you serious? There's no ports on this, or it would be locked down in the right. menu. It would be like, welcome to the hotel, and you could only press certain buttons, no input changes. Yeah, and I would always try to find ways to <laughs> like get around their thing, but it was so frustrating. Yeah, and now I bring my Roku with me when I go to Florida. Like my wife and I go twice a year to go to Disney, and wherever we stay, it's like HDMI ports. I got the Roku, the free internet, you yeah. know, and it's it's really handy. Yeah, they've given up on that. But yeah. and, but the price you pay is you pay six dollars for yeah. a can of Coke. Yeah. So then what happens is you're like, I'll just run down to the Seven Eleven, which I don't know if you've ever been to the Seven Eleven in downtown LA, <laughs> but it's I uh, it's. It's a, I'm sure it's very similar to the one in downtown Chicago. It's a treat. I've yeah. walked to the 7-Eleven from my hotel in yes. Chicago. Yes. And, it's yeah. a treat. I walked in and the guy was like, hey, you want a piece of pizza? I mean, it's, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. No, I don't. I'm good. Yeah. I don't. It's yeah, from no. last night. It's yeah. good. <laughs> and that guy didn't even work there. No, yeah. he's just a dude. He's just, he's just a dude handing yeah, out pizza. He, at the was, he was a guy who had an open box of pizza that was yeah. just making a hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like they're like the every every Seven Eleven I've been, and it's weird. It's just the Seven Elevens, right? Yeah. Every Seven Eleven I've been to in downtown LA, not that I've been to tons, but uh, has like. A homeless junkie lane in front of the door that you have to step over. I feel like that's like Seven Eleven. I feel like that's Seven Elevens everywhere. I've never been into a Seven Eleven that didn't feel scuzzy. Yeah, ever. Yeah, they're Not all one. very. Yeah. I like where you slide across the floor when you walk in. You're like that shouldn't happen. Right. Yeah, that's Seven Elevens just aren't. I mean, they're not quick trips. So here we all of our <laughs> quick true. trips around here. I'm sure this started east or west coast or whatever. But uh, all the ones here now are all fancy. There's kitchens. Well, it's and not. Tile even, floor it's not even they're fancy. It's like those. They're clean. They're they, clean. Those yeah, kids. Those pretty. Ki- have you been I mean, to them out oh, here? No, they're, they're, they're fancy. They're fancy. Like, but I mean, like those kids are mopping that floor every twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. that's quick trip hosing yeah. the front off. But like our quick trips are all upgraded. So yep. when you think about going to the BP or Seven Eleven or any other no. gas station. And then quick trip, and they—it's a well-oiled machine. I mean, I'll drive they got the, the change ready minutes. as you're walking up with your items. They're calculating the <laughs> yeah, change. They've already know. They and yeah, they just are like, "This is the price before you even like set it down." It's like, no, oh, okay, yeah, you have to be. I feel like they're like mathematicians there. You know, they're just they. They're the not. quick trips around here are so fancy. The junkies out front are on prescription pills. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, they're yep. very. It's their own prescription. Yeah, it's, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, they have their own brand. It's. I mean, I, <laughs> and they're washed up doctors. Dare I say it? <laughs> opulent. They, ooh, it's opulent. Good word. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> they're their own doctors. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just prescribe it to myself. Yeah, that's one of the perks. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can uh, while you're there. Uh, on your internet machine, go to iTunes and uh, leave a review. There, Do it. that's not too much to ask. No, and uh, you can also hit our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/realspoilers, where you can join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to join the league this week: uh, Ralph Tribble, Librarian Cynthia, Travis Tewitt, Lane Levanway, Jason Weesey, Chris James, Chris Sanders, Tom Comiskey, Troy Anspaugh, Griffin Fox Smith, Brent Smith. No relation. <laughs> Tammy Sherman Powers, Julianne Jordan, and Richard Lawson. So, thanks, guys. 
Thank you. We appreciate that. And uh, there's a new shameless plug that we're supposed Uh-oh. to insert. Hey. So, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, Kevin's over there like, but, but. So that <laughs> makes it a shameless butt plug. Ta-da! Kevin. Uh, well, if this if this kind of humor doesn't entice you to pay us money, I don't know what will. But no, uh, thank you very much for all the support we've received so far. So a couple of days ago, we posted a another point five episode. Joe and I have done a few of these before, and we were kind of testing the water. Uh, you know, we we used to like to talk about news and rumors and just other stuff other than the box office and the movie stuff that we couldn't fit into the box office yeah. because the make with box office is about two hours long. Yeah, and and, yeah. and, and, and our and, our wives aren't fans of that. Right? No, and so we've we've come up with ways to streamline the show obviously you know we do box office for about an hour or a little less we do the movie for around an hour if we can talk that short and and so we we really don't have a place to put this other stuff in but it seemed like from the test episodes we've done people enjoy us and just going off on tangents talking about things we're listening to uh shows that we're watching and so these 0.5 episodes give us a, a voice to be able to do it and so we tried to figure out a way how can we support this i mean it's another hour of recording at least another you know, editing and, and, and finding the time to do it. We also have to get extra equipment because... Well, I have to get extra equipment. Well, I mean, I've already paid <laughs> for mine, but, you know, because I've done some other podcasts. But the but the idea is that we've got the studio, but but Joe and I, in order to be efficient, we can't just drive to meet up at Tom's and schedule a time that that works out. Also, Tom refuses to give us a key. Well, that's so. true. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, so, it's part of my custody agreement. <laughs> yeah. So I can't take on any more kids. Yeah. yeah. So, so we... Uh, we've decided that you know we can do the podcast pretty much anywhere uh, from from our own home on our on a schedule that works for both of us if we call in and you know that's all the boring behind the scenes stuff but anyway the way to support that we we've had a patreon for some time and we've never pushed it you know that we don't play a lot of ads. We don't talk about you know 20 minutes of sponsors per episode. So we are used to providing this content to you. We've been doing it for years now, and nothing's going to change. Nope. But but unless you want it to, meaning we've decided that the way that we can support all of this, and if you choose to do so, is through our Patreon. And Joe and I have dedicated to doing one extra episode at least per week. If, if it substantiates, if there's news, something that we need to talk about, we can throw an extra in there interviews i mean the the possibilities are endless depending on the amount of support and if you guys are digging it so uh we're going to do one a week uh, every friday they should be up and uh well, i was like don't change the date it was supposed to be thursdays well <laughs> well yeah I, yeah we got our regular movie episode on thursday so we don't want to conflict but uh the way that we're going to do that is through our patreon so uh people that support the patreon it's patreon.com slash real spoilers and you can find the link on our facebook page you uh, go there, and if you pay $5 or more, uh, you will be able to get our extra RSS feed, which will merge in all the .5 episodes, whatever bonus things, if we get good interviews, relevant news, whatever. And so that's a way that we can make this all work, provide you with extra content, but we're not taking away anything that you're used to for free. So go ahead, and if you're curious what we'll be talking about, go ahead and listen to the .5 episode. It or was, the other point, there's two other episodes. There's an Oscar one, and then there's another... Batman one, I believe. I have no idea idea so like yeah listen to those and you'll get an idea of how you know joe it's i've it's, had six concussions kevin i barely remember what i did yesterday <laughs> so yeah, it, it's joe and my manage the podcast well, though. It's like i can always go back and be like oh that's what i was doing. i don't know how to break it to you yesterday yeah you had a seventh concussion crap yeah, don't tell <laughs> i'm him like that. billy bob from uh varsity blues rest in peace <laughs> so is he dead yeah yeah so no, anyway, that joke didn't work then. Yeah. So for more humor like that, check out the point five <laughs> episodes. But it's it's Joe and I going off on tangents, talking about uh maybe uh th- 
uh, listener input, uh, the League of Show Shares will be a big part of this show. Yeah. So if you want to get even more involved, uh, commenting on the episodes from the week, uh, just talking about different discussions, asking us questions, and providing us with topics that, that you want us to talk about. We're taking all that into consideration, and uh, that's what's going to make up this new show. So it's, And it's, what's all this wonderful content going to cost, Kevin? <laughs> well, it's $5 or more. As low as $5. As low, yeah. So you can... Patreon's open, so right now there's the $5 level that we have, which gets you this RSS feed. Uh, but, you know, it's like we don't have... We all pay monthly, all the guys on the show... If you know behind the scenes, we pay for web hosting, we pay for the equipment, you know, whatever upgrades we need and maintenance, we pay for all that ourselves. So we don't have big sponsors, we don't have a bunch of stamps.com and Blue Apron and all that stuff. So right now, we pay for it, it's us because we love doing this. Uh, but the Patreon is hopefully will be able to grow and be able to help us do more, uh, and, and provide more bonus content for you. So go listen to the episode, I won't spend a bunch of time here. But we talked about uh, possibly certain levels, maybe getting T-shirts. Uh, we do have T-shirt ideas already in the can. So maybe, uh, you know, if you sign up for a certain level, you'll get one before it goes on sale, uh, maybe discounted, whatever. Uh, but the bonus content, the sky's the limit. But we need to see where the interest is before we start coming up with all these crazy levels. Right. Uh, so we already have four patrons, which yeah. is awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we just aired this a couple days ago. Uh, David Lang actually was the first patron, and he did it before we even started this bonus. He's stuff. ahead of the game. Uh, but thank you, David. I mean, that's awesome. Just you know, just as a listener to the show, uh, decided to do five dollars a month. Uh, but our three new listeners and patrons from uh, the Friday show: Tammy Powers. Oh, thank you, Bradley Erickson. Oh, that's not even. I don't think he shared a show. Really? I don't think so. Really, it sounds sounds familiar. But thank you, Bradley and VJ. Who's VJ? Well, he's one of our four patrons. He's twenty five percent of our support. Hey, group, well, thank you, VJ. I find it fascinating <laughs> that uh, that so many of the patrons aren't consistent show sharers. I, well, so maybe, I wonder maybe if they if, are. Maybe it's a privacy yeah, setting maybe thing. They are. So I just so. If you've been sharing and I haven't been reading your name now, I feel bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this is awesome. I mean, this is a great start. So right now we've got $20 pledged a month. I mean, uh, you know, in a, in a perfect world, I mean, it's a big goal, but... I just want to put this out there. Kevin, you can't take that out of your share of the monthly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's funny because our first episode, as you'll see, I called Joe on the phone yes. because his USB mic was not working. My right. laptop and USB mic were just like, nah, yeah, so, not today. So <laughs> not if you're, today. If you're curious, I mean, first of all, the next week's show which will be a part of the patreon exclusive shows uh we'll both have good mics yes. we'll be on the same yeah. microphone system and everything but that's the type of thing that this will go toward because we're already you know paying all of us pay towards the stuff i talked about earlier but when there's extra expenses it's like where does that come from it comes straight out of our pockets and the only reason we do this other than the fact that we love it is to provide you with the content right so if you uh, support us we'll be able to upgrade equipment provide you with more shows all that good stuff uh so the first purchase that we made already because we needed it was joe got a new microphone so that's the type of thing that you'll be supporting uh and who knows in the future i mean we've always talked about doing live shows uh which would be really cool um not to say that that is contingent upon the patreons but i'll say it it i mean it, it definitely <laughs> it definitely wouldn't hurt to get more support in that area no uh, and, and i would think the patreons would get uh an exclusive pre-sale opportunities absolutely they exactly would. and, and, and my concert would, marketing they guy would they in. would get they would get first crack at tickets when if and or when they ever go on yeah. sale. so exactly. where can they find all that again yep so go to patreon.com slash real spoilers you know how to spell it real with two e's and uh thank you very much again to the four patrons and for everyone else for listening because again 
we do this because we love it. We're not becoming rich here, but we love to do it. And we love that so many people appreciate the show. So for people that can't afford to do it, just don't care to have an extra expense or whatever, uh, it's no big deal. But thank you for supporting the show, first of all, because this show that you're listening to now, I mean, this is this is we don't we don't. We don't get to 380 episodes without you guys. Yeah. So. If no one was listening, what would be the point of it, right? right? We have fun doing it, but still, it's, it's nice to know that we have built this community over the years. So thank you for that. Uh, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And for the people that support us through the Patreon, we're just going to keep doing more, and, and uh, we're going to get you even more involved. So yes, correct. That's awesome. So yeah, thanks again. Awesome. Well, I guess uh, with all that out of the way, we should probably turn our <laughs> eyes to the box office. Quickly. Kevin has his newly purchased <laughs> digital abacus at the ready. Got it? I do, Tom. It's a touchscreen abacus. And uh, we're going to read one through five for episode, for movies six through ten. Go to Patreon <laughs> now. <laughs> no, uh, regular box office as per the usual. So number one at the box office, this is a big surprise. Uh, number one, not according to The Rock, but God. number one is A Quiet Place. It was funny over the weekend. What a rebound of a weekend. Yeah, I mean, even The Rock, the star and you know mega superstar The Rock, he tweeted out, thank you for making Rampage the number one movie in America two weeks in a row. But <laughs> guess not, what, sucker? Not right now. So A Quiet Place edged it out. Uh, this is the third week for that film. So go back a few weeks and we've got our podcast on that. But two, $22.7 is a 31% drop in week three. It is at $133 million on domestic. A 17? On a 17, throw in another 56 overseas. Jeez. So we're talking about almost 200 on a 17 in three weeks. That is why... When you make a horror movie, you do not need to throw $50 million at it. Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's that, never it's been necessary. It's never. it's all about the, the tension, the suspense. You can do it with lighting. You can do, obviously, a good script. You can do it with sound. It's can things you, that don't require the budget. Can you look up what the budget was for the Nightmare on Elm Street remake? Sure. Uh, uh, I bet you it was $40 million. I think it was high. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I'm sure that it was, too. Uh, 2010, uh, that is... Uh, thirty-five million dollar yeah. budget. I mean, and not uh, Friday the third, or yeah, Friday the Friday the Thirteenth remake, which is also I think a Platinum Dunes movie, probably the same. I think the Halloween remake had a smaller budget. Are you talking about Rob Zombie? Yeah, I think yeah, it was I think probably in the twenties, right? But that movie, that, see, they've had the difference is that movie looks like it's a forty million dollar movie, right? At twenty, but that's the thing is like you don't need to do that. It's a non-disclosed budget. Yeah, not not disclosed. I'm almost the, positive there was some budget issues, and I think it was twenty. Like they took gotcha. money away from it. So yeah, I mean that's awesome. I mean, it's I saw this on Twitter. I think it was uh, another actor, one of John Krasinski's friends, but it could have just been another Rain person Wilson. tweeting. Uh, yeah, yes, his <laughs> uh, his friend, yes, the one friend he has. It was him. You're right. But someone on Twitter said that uh, John Krasinski started the year as Jim from The Office, and he now did. he is. That's true. Uh, I, it's interesting. I'm I'm. The more I see that Jack Ryan show, the more I'm just like, that looks really good. Like, you know, it looks really good. I was thinking about the Jim from the Office angle. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I think it's really kind of cool that he's part of this iconic couple. For sure. And, and that, you know, his most famous role, it, people are basically like, Wishing he was with Jenna Fisher and in real life, or just in. I mean, I think people like it's a cute couple, and so they, people like would think you, of them would you as consider the them like top five couples of TV. I mean, boy, if not, real close. That's what I'm I thinking. mean, off the top of my head, I'm like Lucy, Sam, Sam and Diane from Cheers, Lucy and Desi. Yeah, but I, but they're not necessarily people that you wish Sam to be Diane, together. They were barely a couple, but they, but there was that the constant. Will they, won't they? Yeah, 
and Ross then, and Rachel. Yeah, Dave, uh, David, and uh, and Maddie on Moonlighting for sure. You know, for but sure. uh, but I think it's really cool that he's got this movie where now he gets to have a major major hit with his actual, his actual wife, wife, which will maybe kind of tamp some of that down. That has, I mean, I know that they're both professional actors and they get it, but that has to be somewhat frustrating, knowing that everyone <laughs> thinks of your husband as that he should really be with uh, with, with this other woman. It's right. a, yeah, I mean, that was a phenomenon. It's amazing when the cultural zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's, it's something that people, it's a part of their lives and for so many years that you just, it's just like that is the reality right like what would interest me is if if he does get reed richards like if that is going to become a thing like how do you not cast her as sue well you know like but i mean but i mean like you have their charisma right like she would make a very a great sue storm yeah you know and then have it might detract a little bit though no get out of here well because everyone would be this Oh, I thought you meant Pam from the office. No, no, I, I meant, meant Emily Fisher, Blunt. Like, that just might be a no, little Emily bit. No, Emily like, Blunt. Okay, okay. Well, that's what I meant. No, I mean, yeah, I think that would be because again, there's even though they're a real life couple, they don't have that ten years of you know right. people sure. searching. So sure. I, I thought you meant Jenna Fisher. No, 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 no. Okay, no. but uh, Jenna Fisher was in town. She for was their new book. She was at Rosati yeah. or uh, Nerex. Uh, she, no, went, she went. To, she went to Nerex. She did. I think she was there. <clears throat> she was uh, there as well. Oh, was she? I don't uh, know. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was at the. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the facility now. Uh, the etiquette? No, oh. the uh, the society for the ethical society of St. Louis. It's a uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not too familiar with it, but it's like church for people that don't like church. Okay, yeah. So Perfect. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like church, but like they don't believe in God. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool. Yeah, it was. Oh, I read the pamphlet, and it was like you know people that just about good behavior and right. whatever. They have the ten strong suggestions. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a reason like. Eh, you better do yeah. that. Just yeah. to err on the side of caution. Right. I I had never they I had never seen an event there, but it's a really nice facility. I mean, you walk in, it looks like a church, but really nice uh, area. And so she she talked there about her book, and she did a signing afterwards. But there's photos on reviewstl.com, so if you want to go check those out. Um, but yeah, she seems like a really awesome person. Uh, you know, you see her in movies, you see her in TV shows like The Office, which we're also familiar with and you're like well you know is she really that cool in real life yes she is i can attest <laughs> she seems like a really nice great person it's the advantage of having a character that's not too far off from your actual persona well and they always say when personality you're, when you're on a sitcom the longer you're on the sitcom the more the character becomes that makes sense you that the writers just start to write more and more to like you your personality well if i can tell you kind of a funny story uh, i can't do it justice like she can but when she was doing her talk and she took questions from the audience she told told someone asked about the road leading up to the office and how she got that audition and all that and so when she auditioned she was she started off doing like waiting tables you know doing the thing that people do in la but then she got a job as an office assistant and so funny she actually went out for the for the first pilot of the episode she actually went out and bought all her office supplies for the desk because the stuff they were staging it she's like that's not right that's not how my desk would be (laughs) that's really so she actually did that but when she auditioned for the role uh it was because she already had experience with this casting director like the stars aligned and someone who cast her and other projects was the one cast in the office and so she told her like don't put on makeup don't try to dress super cute like dress like you're going to work at an office and so she she did that she just dressed like she would if she went into her job and and not made up and everything and uh she played it really straight like in her audition she didn't act overexcited uh they asked her a question like uh, oh they asked her a question about do you like being a secretary? And like, instead of like 
being on and being, you know, giving the actor response like, oh, blah, 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 blah. She just looked at the camera. And she said, no. <laughs> and she just and she just stood there in silence and they loved it. She, and that was how she played That's it. She good. played it like, she, like no, who love? I mean, no one's dream job or most people's isn't to, you know, aspire to be a secretary. It's a I'm job, engaged right? to the guy in shipping. Yeah, it's yeah. great. So that's uh, that's how she played it, and that's one of the things that landed her the role. So it's just it's funny that she actually set her desk and she went in with the experience of being a receptionist and played it like that. So that's also, I know not too long ago, uh, a few years back, Rain Wilson tweeted out a picture of the sign-in sheet when he went into auditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all was yeah. auditioning against him. Yeah, for and there were a lot of big names on there, and one of the names on there was Bill Cobb. It was wasn't it? Who was who was on episode, What I forget which one, but the one, our Fast and Furious, the one with the runway, whatever number that was. Five, He's six. Bill's known as a, a really high-profile street racer <laughs> yeah. in Los Angeles, so you can see him, uh, what, Friday nights uh, on the Strip. I don't know, I don't know what the drag just, race scene is in I'm LA. I'm like, with the traffic in LA, I'm like, I don't know where this <laughs> yeah, place I, is that he would I be drag no racing. Uh, but, you go to the, if you go to the first Fast and Furious movie, you get it on 4K and you zoom into the street sign. That's, yeah, that's, that's where it is. Where it is yeah. So John Krasinski, though, I, I think it's amazing. Uh, the guy's a talented guy. We've seen him in things like 13 Hours. He's actually directed two other indie films. Uh, he's very talented, but, you know, when you get in a role like that, I mean, think about people like Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Take Get outside of something that it's the hard public to break out. It's hard. sees you. And yeah, for all those years, that's why a lot of child actors, they're great as kid actors, but then everyone sees them as that. And so this movie has done it, though. This is oh, uh, yeah. this with the box office, with the word of mouth and the performance and just how good it is. Uh, it's awesome. So like they said, he started the year off, Jim from The Office, and now he's director John Krasinski. So yeah. it's great. I can't wait to and see he's, what he's like I said he's got Jack Ryan. He, Jack Ryan's next. Sure. Yeah. Next I mean, show on Amazon. Yeah. I, I You know, no, and, and, Hulu. Amazon? I think it's Amazon. Amazon. That stuff Crackle. Ex- <laughs> I don't uh, think it's Crackle. <laughs> no, that's a that's a uh, Dewey Richards two or whatever. Nah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Mac Bryan. That's on. That's yeah. on Crackle. It's on Crackle. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, amazing. And I'm excited for stuff like Jack Ryan. Like that's cool. I want to see him in that role. But what really excites me is the directing. You know, I want to yeah. see him behind the camera again. See what he comes up with. Number two, Rampage, uh, the aforementioned movie and uh, the movie of last week, $18 million this weekend is a 50% drop. So it is now at $63.6 million domestic. And uh, overseas, though, we already have that 140-ish, 150-ish. So we're talking about 200 on a 120 million budget. Um, little Maybe light. that tweet was intended for Belgium. That's what it was. There it is. <laughs> you couldn't, you can't uh, separate the different cities no, and no, countries one, and everything. Just one tweet. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean it's it's about almost again at two hundred on a one twenty, so they're they've almost probably recouped their their budget. But I mean that's a little light, especially with the movie coming out next weekend. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Warner Bros. is like, can we just get one movie they're gonna that have. sits in the number one spot for more than a week? Uh, I mean, <laughs> th- just because their DC stuff is kind of front loaded and not and hasn't been that great. It's I mean, not Warner even, Brothers it's not even had, front loaded at this point. But Warner Brothers has had a pretty good box office the last couple of years. Like, I mean. They they made some money. So. Okay, but uh, yeah, uh, rampage a little light I think for the Rock. So we'll see what that does in the coming weeks. Number three, the movie of the week, I feel pretty, starring Amy Schumer, opened to seventeen million dollars, which I think may have outperformed what they thought. I, I th- mean, they weren't th- shooting super. I think high. they thought it was tracking a little low. Yeah. Oh, and I think it probably did. 
right about what they a little bit better than what they were doing, but not like crazy. Sure, not yeah. trained. I mean, yeah. Oh no, Correct. definitely not. And I mean, of course they they want to get as much as they can, but at least it came in higher than than it was tracking for them. So we'll get into that uh, next episode. But I think this could have legs. I mean, I think it might. And also, you figure next week is pretty boy. Targeted. I don't know. I mean, not that girls can't like superhero movies, but I mean, I just I think there Rob are. Dan was here; he might hit you with them. But there, are, I think there are. But there are a lot of girls that don't. Yes, and sure. so I think that you go see the Avengers, I'll go see the. Right, Amish I think flick. you might see some of that. That's yeah. what we need to fight for. Is you know why? Why are these women hating on these movies and and being so sexist? Because uh, <laughs> you, they should be going to the superhero movies. That's the next uh, struggle, I think, for us. I think you should say that argument before Lindsay gets here. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, I I agree. I mean, Avengers. It's gonna be crazy, and we 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 talked a little bit this about this on the board. But uh, Black Panther is was obviously doing crazy numbers, and it's tracking to outpace the opening numbers for um, Black Panther. Black Panther, which was huge. And so the question is, can it beat The Force Awakens two fifty? Black Panther did two twenty. Force Awakens did two fifty. But now we've it, got I mean, every single it, Marvel I hero. It, I don't think that's a selling factor anymore. I including think it, Black Panther. I, I think it depends on what happens in the movie. No, it's gonna before the movie opens is what we're talking about. I mean, oh, I see. It's I not see. gonna be word of mouth. These ticket sales are sold or will be yeah, sold. You know what I mean? It's, that's true. We're talking about opening weekend here. So Star Wars. I mean, coming back after the prequels to that huge two fifty. Uh, it's looking like right now it's very possible that Avengers could be the highest grossing opening movie of all time. I should yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see where that one ends. But anyway, I pretty. Ugh, I am, I mean we're trying we're running low I'm on time sorry. here so I am pretty yeah. is that what you were just gonna say I, I think what it is is he's so excited about Avengers he's reading movie titles in Hulk yeah I pretty <laughs> Hulk Hulk am pretty Hulk Hulk pretty uh, no I don't want someone telling me that I'm equating Amy Schumer to the Hulk and this I will start a whole thing <laughs> that's fine you'll do it on the next episode I feel pretty made 17 million dollars and I uh, have a 32 million dollar budget on that so coming in at See, about half that's, that's ridiculous there's no reason that movie should have a 32 million dollar budget there was a lot of location shots in new york well that's true yeah i'm that's fair i'm sure i'm sure that uh amy schumer takes some money too on that oh i don't doubt that for a second so anyway uh we'll we'll get into that one next episode but uh, no overseas money on that one number four super troopers two yikes 17 17 years later? I think? 17. 2001 is when 17 first one. years later, we finally get a Super Troopers 2. $15 million its first week in release. Uh, that was one that was kickstarted, so they, they made a lot of money up front to even make it. Yeah, I think movie. they raised 12 Oh, okay. really? Yeah. And wow. and these guys that write it, direct it, star in it, I mean, this is a movie that doesn't need a huge budget because they're going to take the back end. They're, it's all the people involved are the ones right. making the money. So, um, you know, I can't imagine it as a gigantic budget, but that's another $15 million for this one. And that's way overperforming. That, they did not think that movie – they thought this movie would do 3 or $4 million. And just drop off the first yeah, and, and be huge. gone. Yeah. So I have no interest in that movie. What's like – because you're a police officer. Not even that. Like I thought, yeah, they the fight fir- with the the state troopers. Yeah, they destroy. I thought the first one was fine. Like I remember liking it and enjoying it, but it's just like I don't. Uh, all right. Tom, you've seen the second one. I've I have and? I I you know I I will say that like I I've never understood the affinity people have for for the first one. I mean, I get why they like it. I don't get why they love it. Because you know, well, hold on, I, let me light up here real quick. Yeah, that's why they love I, it. Yeah, but there's a lot of movies that you could say that about that aren't beloved like Super Troopers is. That's probably true. That's probably I honestly like their second one better, bro, uh, Broken, uh, Club, uh, Dread. Club Dread. Yeah. 
I, I hated that movie. See, I thought Club Dread. I it had an actual story. Yeah. Like I like I kind of like Club yeah. Dread. I but like Club Dread and uh, well, beer fest. There was yeah beer fest, and then there was the restaurant one. Whatever that one was. There's oh, one other one where they have a restaurant. Beer but, fest was the only one that I remember. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I, th- I think they're funny. I don't have a passion for it like like some of the following. Uh, Brad Hyen's another one like you that never understood the first one. He has a review on ReviewSTL.com. Yeah. I think he gave it a D plus. Like he's just like, I think he's like it's funny, but it's not good. Well, I mean, but you're going to it for funny. So if it if it's if funny, you think it's funny, then it's good. No, I mean he's, he's like, well, no, sorry. He said I laughed a few times. Like there was okay. stuff that made me laugh, but it wasn't. I think if you like Super Troopers, I think that there is enough in this that you will absolutely. Yeah. Enjoy. Is it a retread? No, I mean the, it certainly references some of the clearly more they're going to have fans, but uh, but I didn't feel like it was like completely recycling the first movie, which is kind of I'm not going to lie, what I was expecting. Yeah, is Gaffigan in it? Uh, I th- think was I he's a meow guy. Then yeah, listen here, meow. Yeah, did yeah. You say, did you say meow? Yeah, but huh? <laughs> the guy when they're when the when the two cops are come up to him, oh, that's like, talking to him. Yeah, I'm like he the, isn't one of the super. No, the guy oh, okay. in the car yeah. is Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and they reference that he pops up, and, sure. and so um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was real. I thought for what it what if you liked Super Troopers. You're going to leave Super Troopers too happy. I would think that's that's exactly what I was and, thinking. Unless your expectations are so high, <laughs> but I would think after 17 years, I would think your expectations would go the other way. Like, is this going to kind of have a right. a have rocket will travel feel about it? Oh. You know, you know when you see the Three Stooges and they're like in their 60s, and you're like, this is just kind of sad. Yeah. And, I, don't, I don't like. And uh, but no, I mean, like I said, if you if you like the first one, there's plenty for you to like in the second one. That's kind of right. what I figured. And since Brad didn't have a love for the first one, I'm right. guessing that's why it didn't. It work is for certainly him. if you didn't like the first one it is going to do nothing <laughs> there's no reason that this one's mind. going to yeah, yeah. To flip it on you so but the guy who uh ran the kickstarter for them and actually ended up the co-producer of the film ivan Askwith is the guy who was who ran the kickstarter that i dealt with for uh my mr science theater thing oh nice yeah nice i wonder if that's like a new career like hey man i'll i'll, I'll get your kickstarter going for you well, sure. uh, i think yeah, yeah, I mean, a, you would think that dude's got to be at the upper echelon right that he I mean, helped, if you're raising millions of dollars well, wait, two, he, two cult classic he brought properties. back mst and and, and, and that, super troopers and now super troopers right. and everybody thought the super troopers was gonna just you know kind of stall out and it didn't right so, right yeah. yeah nice so anyway super troopers 2 outperforming so good for that uh it is uh well you know, it's funny is, you know, they've been doing a lot of the 420 type of jokes around it. Uh, Actually, Tick- I, I like the <clears throat> 421 National Surprise Drug Test Day. Yeah. <laughs> so they like Adam tickets had four tickets for $20 and they kept trying to there was like people saying that, oh, this this post had four retweets and 20 likes. Like they just kept trying to play this up, yeah. you know, and it's like it's number four. If only it could have made twenty million at, and still be number four. Like that, would they not just have a field day with yeah. that? It's it's four fifteen, so they were a little early, but you know, it's all right. Think so, about baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I don't believe there's any yeah no international number, and I don't have an exact budget on that one. But they covered it with Kickstarter anyway, so they they got to be loving another yeah. fifteen million. You would think. Number five, Bloomhouse's Truth or Dare with $7.8 million in week two. It's a 58% drop. That is already up to $30 million. That's another one with a low bid budget, $3.5 million. So, yeah, you're, you're And we, all, we also got stood. It was, we were corrected. It was friend request 
was yeah the i got i got him backwards movie. that's what i thought when and i said unfriended, unfriended, unfriended was the bad one yeah i was pretty yeah. sure because i wasn't there i didn't see that one but i edited it and i remember you guys really talking about like for what it was it really did it well yeah yeah friend request was really good is that the one they said they're making a sequel to or is uh, it unfriended i would think it'd be friend request I would hope. Did we just screw it up again? Maybe. No, no, no. Unfriended. No, was... Un- Unfriended was the bad one. Okay. That may be getting a sequel. Right. Friend Request was the good one that I don't, I don't, well, I guess I could look it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so not like I, we have many computers in our hands or anything. No, not at all. Or, or like this really matters that much. Yeah. <laughs> the future is now. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, Pepsi Clear. That's what I was thinking about. Like thirty three million on a three point five million budget, so Bloomhouse yeah. knows what they're doing. I they they've really yet to screw it up. They've had like one or two maybe that just kind of they're not even screw ups. They're just like a just, bump in the yeah, road. Yeah, just kind of right. like made their money back. But yeah, this is this is doing quite well for them. Number six, Ready Player One, the Spielberg film from four weeks ago, is thirty seven percent down this weekend with seven point three million dollars domestic. That brings its total up to one hundred and twenty six million in the states, and we have another three hundred and sixty seven wow. even before this weekend overseas. So we're up uh, around the five hundred million worldwide on a probably two two twenty budget. Yeah, they said it needed four twenty, oddly enough, to get out. <laughs> Yeah, That's so funny. I mean, we're we're talking five, so it's you know it's a big budget spectacle. It's Spielberg. Uh, I'm glad it's making money at least. I, I think it's serviceable, and and I agree with what we've been discussing and talking about on the show is that the changes the may they made I think were all for the better. I agree. So yep. you've got some fanboys out there, but if you've read that book and you seriously want to watch the stuff that they're talking about and the references in the book, like I. I I don't see that working as well. So anyway, glad that it uh, made money, and now Spielberg can go do ten movies about whatever he we, wants we to got do. it wrong again do we I, that's a, what i told you unfriended, unfriended is the, the good unfriended one Unfriended is the good one that's what and i said it, and, and then you immediately went to the opposite and, and like, it's getting a sequel <laughs> called unfriended the dark web oh, wow. <laughs> friend it's request the was the web. bad one okay that's what yeah. i thought because as soon as i said it well, i believe I'm, you said I'm, the opposite i'm looking I'm like, at the what? cast and i was like oh yeah okay blair that blair was the the chicken question like the the lead of that movie yeah but yeah yeah Interesting. She becomes the Blair Witch. Yeah. Oh, there's your tie to yep. Blumhouse. We got it. That was the one. That was the one that Blumhouse hit the bump in the was the the Blair Witch. God, I keep forgetting. There was a the remake of that. Well, it was, it was a like, rebooted it, remake. Yeah, it was <laughs> a, t- a soft sequel, and, the, okay. and they they filmed it and didn't tell anybody they were making a Blair That's Witch yeah. sequel. Okay. And then it's like I, called I, the Forest or like something. Like the guy, I think the people in the movie didn't know it was a Blair Witch thing yeah. until they went to the screening. And just I like, keep, Ta-da. I mean, we reviewed that, right? Yeah. yeah. I keep completely forgetting that exists. Like, yeah, I just, for the best. Yeah. I anyway. It was that one in the the fifth Paranormal Activity. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to the box office here. Number seven, Blockers, uh, the John Cena instant classic, $7 million, 35% drop, brings that to $48.2 million domestic. He uh, is getting some heat. Well, when you break up with your fiance a month before the wedding. When you proposed your fiance at WrestleMania in front of over 100,000 people on well on the network and then a month before the wedding you're like nah yeah never mind think he's getting a little too big for his jorts uh i that's what they say it's like he's super uh selfish he doesn't and there's also like if he like if you don't want kids like that's fine right but like if you're the woman in the relationship and the dude's like i don't want kids and you want kids i feel like that's a deal breaker yeah you know but i can change him 
that's exactly what I'm it was. sure. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, it's, I mean, it's too bad. You never want to see people that like that. I mean, he sucks. Well, I you can't say I disagree, but it's just, it just, I mean, it sucks when you have a high profile couple like that, that people invest themselves in obviously wrestling fans. Some people are thinking it's a work though. Like, I kind of wondered if it was a, because I, there's a TV show involved. Okay. I wonder. I so there. Part of me said, I it, wonder if this is just it could a be, ratings the, boost. Type could of, be. And like we'll the, see them back together in a month. I don't know about that, but it could be a way to push the ratings for the show. The total Bellas. Yeah. I'm not saying like that. I'm saying that's what's happening. But it crossed my mind. Like, yeah. wait a minute. They do a show and they propose at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Like, this is very public. So we'll see what happens with that one. But Blockers had a $21 million budget. It's actually made about 15 overseas. So it's up over 60 on its 21. So it's it's making profit yeah. and hanging around. Number eight, Black Panther. Talk about hanging around week 10. And it is. $4.9 million. It will, it will be in the top 10 come next week. Yeah. 15, yeah, 15% drop. 15 in week 10. Everyone getting ready. The road to uh, Infinity War. They're uh, you know seeing that one, and we're going to see more next week for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an increase next week, honestly. $681 million domestic in week 10, and then another 640 650 overseas. So, yeah, $1.3-plus billion for Black Panther. Amazing. Amazing, yeah, and I think it is cool. It's going to stick around that extra week, and then uh, the next week after that, it's home video. So. Yep. We'll see how long, see if they can pull a rock and uh, go out, go on home video and also be like in the top 10 for a couple weeks. Good for that one. Number nine, Traffic with a K. So three, What's that? 3.8. Uh, it's an Omar Epps movie. Oh. $3.8 million uh, in its first week in release. I don't have a budget on this one. Is that Halle Berry? No. no. That's uh, Paul Paula Patton. Patton. Oh. And it current, I think the movie currently has one star on Rotten Tomatoes oh. or something like that. It's Yeah. I see a formula like they're almost doing a Bloomhouse thing where they keep coming out. Yeah. These these movies keep coming out with like there's a person and they're either in a crazy relationship or they're being stalked by a killer. We have another one coming out with Gabriel, Gabriel Union. Gabriel, Gabriel, like, right. yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not trying to be like, oh, these are all the same. But literally, if you look at the synopsis and kind of the formula, like those movies have made some money and I feel like they're just kind of churning them out like. Here's this w- this tough woman running away from a you know a crazy killer like kidnapped came out with Halle Berry and right. you know and they all have a little twist on them but I just feel like we keep getting these movies that pop up and and they're trying to cash in. My guess is they're working. Yeah, more often than they're not. Yeah, I right, mean they, right. they're going to keep making them until it stops working is yeah. the thing. But I just don't. I never heard about this advertised and all of a sudden it's here. We're also not the target demo. Also true. That's true, but I still would think that I would. But I think these movies, especially with these budgets, are pretty hyper-targeted. Yeah, that's true. So you got to keep, keep those marketing budgets down. Yeah. That Gabrielle Union one, I mean, it looks good, but I just keep being like, oh, it's a little formulaic. I mean, that we thought the same thing about that uh, Unforgettable. Was that the... Some, yeah, uh, it, yeah I think so. The, was that the Rosario Dawson one? Yeah. Was that the Rosario? Yeah. It was and, Rosario Dawson and, and uh, Catherine Heigl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we looked at the, and that was fun. Like that was yeah. a good. That was a good little movie. Yeah, I, I the Gabrielle Union one looks good. It's just kind of they they're starting to feel familiar, you know. Sure. So I don't sure. know. We'll have to see know. if that. One's... How many superhero movies have we? Yeah, seen? no kidding. Oh, who th- who are we to talk about formulas? I know. <laughs> well, and uh, I'm telling you, I I had this discussion with someone the other day. I get a lot more excited about Isle of Dogs and Lady Bird than I do about superhero movies these days. Like yeah. I just want to no. see new stuff. No. Well, I didn't say Joe does. <laughs> what if the Isle of Dogs 
I had crypto on it. I'm in. Well, sign see? me up. Then it'd be even better. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I've gotten to a point where maybe I'm getting a little jaded. But as I get older and I see more and more films, yeah, it's just I just start seeing patterns. And so this one just happens to be around this traffic movie. But you see movies that are starting to feel familiar. Oh yeah, and it's like I want to see Isle of Dogs. I want to see stuff that's groundbreaking, whether it's animation or cinematography um, you know really good script or acting like i just want to see new stuff and so i start to see movies that look repetitive especially in this age of reboots and remakes and i'm just like no i'm not excited for whatever i will tell you one thing though at the movie of the week this week i saw a preview i was forced to because i got there like 10 minutes late no 10 minutes late and i still saw like four previews i don't know how (laughs) they managed to do this to me but i saw a preview for or listened to a preview for oceans eight yeah yeah and so Julia Roberts' character is actually related to Danny Ocean. Julia says it's Roberts, a, isn't she? You mean it? Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock? Oh, was it Sandra Bullock? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Because uh, she was in Ocean. I was like, 11, Ocean, right? yeah. Julia Roberts okay. was Danny's yeah. wife, well, girlfriend. In, right, right. Yeah. So I guess uh, Sandra Bullock is da- his sister. His sister. I think, yeah. Okay, That's I like great. that. I like that. So. I've never had a problem. I've never said, oh, it's, they're women, so this is going to be dumb. I just don't like gender swaps for the sake of it. Right. The fact that it's not a remake with females, the fact that it is a sequel In with the people. the same world. That, I'm telling you right now, I'm... I think the, I like the Ocean movies a lot. Like, yeah. I like all three of them. I just so. don't like remakes for the sake of it, right? And like, oh, that's clever. They're women. But the fact that it is related and they're not erasing it and remaking it, the fact that they she's related and the other yeah. people exist, that that's a hundred times better. Do that. I'm totally cool with that. Yep. You no, know? you can't have Ellen Barkin either. I don't know who. She was in three. She was. Oh, the, she was I don't the, she, I don't know if I saw the third one. Oh, the third one was good. I've never seen any of them. You've, are you serious? No, it's never interesting. The first one is delightful. I've seen the one oh, with Frank man. Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. And that's no, a good one, too. That's a great one. Yeah. But the, go watch. But the, the first, first one's one is, really good. Okay. Second well, one's a little heady. I, tries to get a little I think I saw the first. Wasn't Brad Pitt always eating in every scene? Oh, I don't know. Isn't that the one where Brad Pitt's always eating? Or is I that mean, and the first one is Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Matt Damon. Like every scene, he has Scott, a bag of chips or he's eating. Remember, you don't remember? Don't I think Ocean's Eleven. I think maybe I saw that in high school. But like, it's not one that I remember. So good. Never seen 12 or 13. So anyway, that's another reason why I wasn't super excited for 8. And then I'm just like, are they just doing this to try to be clever or whatever? But when they said that your brother Danny, I'm like, oh, this is way better. Like that's, I think that's great. No, 12 gets inside of its head a little bit. And then 13 is a return to, to form yeah. yeah interesting okay well yeah i might i might try to catch those i think i even own the trilogy because i got it for five bucks on black friday five years ago or right. something like that so anyway but yeah uh so traffic uh coming in with 3.8 million dollars uh number 10 rounding out the top 10 isle of dogs the aforementioned little art house film that's making its way to wider and wider release 3.2 is a 40% or I'm sorry, a 42% drop, bringing it up to $24 million domestic on almost 2000 screens. And uh, it has about 10 overseas. So we're looking at 30 plus million on an undisclosed budget, but I'm glad to see that one hanging around. It's, it's clever. Uh, and it's one that you can bring the whole family to. I think the animation and the story lends itself to, you know, bringing the kids like the young kids will be entertained. The adults will get more of the jokes, but it's one that works on all levels. So cool to see it hanging around. Awesome. And that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and on ReviewSTL.com. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to continue the conversation online, uh, feel free to stop by our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. And if you want to chip in and get extra content, uh, join us over at Patreon dot com slash real spoilers so 
That's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle I Feel Pretty. And we will. You should, uh, Tom. We, I, I should feel pretty. <laughs> yeah. And we will, uh, we will have a special guest for that. So it's not yeah, just a bunch yeah, yeah. of dudes sitting around talking about it's probably what it's, for the best. What it's like to feel pretty. <laughs> so uh, that's what you have to look forward to. Until next time, you've been warned. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.